I thought this week in Tech Impact we can see if we can sort of discuss the elephant in the room. Uh, and the elephant in the room I currently feel in South Africa is the need for us to go green with energy. And that reflects the fact that we want electric-powered vehicles. This is the elephant in the room because I feel that we, we think it's the solution, even though a lot of us know that we're buying power from Mozambique and charging electric vehicles not all that easy. It's not going to be that affordable. But that's actually what I want to head out. We're making these claims of the 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 massive uh, decrease in or decrease in expenditure when you don't have to pay for fuel prices, but that's the elephant in the room that I want to speak to, to speak to you about the affordability of EVs or electric vehicles currently in South Africa. Now the cheapest one that you can get is a motor blitz. It's called motor blitz. It's got a 7.5 kilowatt engine. Now that is not a lot. To be totally honest with you, that's almost the same amount. As what the average generator has, which means it's the same amount as what the average lawnmower has. The car's only able to, to ha- carry two persons. It's not allowed on the highways because it's too slow. But you get an electronic, electronic vehicle or EV. The sad reality is that, that even this EV is going to cost you 200,000 Rand. Now, for every 50,000 that you rent, you need to pay 1,000 bucks back. Meaning that if you finance this vehicle, it's going to cost you 2,000 Rand. You are not allowed to travel on any of the South African highways. Now, that won't work for South Africa because the simple fact is all of us make use of highways on a daily basis. Well, most of us make use of highways on a daily basis. The second cheapest one that you can get currently in South Africa is you need to buy a second-hand BMW i3. And having a look on cars.co.za, you can get away for about 400,000 rand. Great, you're buying an i3, you're buying a BMW, but 400,000 Rand for a second-hand vehicle in order for you to see if you can save money. And you would see why I'm putting the emphasis on this thing. Then, the last car that I saw when I did some of the research now was you can buy a GWM, which is the Chinese manuf- manufacturer. They've got an electronic vehicle now. Beautiful, I must be honest. L- listen, GWM is up their standards with regards to designs and the, uh, the beauty of their cars. Same as, done, same as with Cherry and all those. So GWM bought, I think it's called the Star or something, the EV Star. Beautiful car. Very, very, very beautiful car. But you will need to fork out a million, or well, close to a million, 750,000 rand. So, now you're sitting here and say, Charles, you're mentioning all these things that I can't afford. Well, I can't afford them myself. What's the point in all this? And that is exactly what I'm heading to. That is exactly my point of this, this conversation. Why do I call this tech impact and I call it the, the elephant in the room? Because of the fact that we strive towards it, which is something that I feel in Africa, more specifically in South Africa, is not currently financially viable. We are, I sometimes feel guilty because I still have a car that drives on an internal combustion engine. I feel guilty with regards to that because of the fact that I feel I need to buy an electronic vehicle. But I currently can't afford an electronic vehicle. And that is what I want to talk about. That is what I feel is the elephant in the room. We want to have these things, but we want to buy things that we can't afford. Then we finance it. And I do, in all honesty, with the discussions that I had, I don't know whether electronic vehicles are the future. I don't know whether we are actually saving the environment on vehicles that run on batteries. Because I know that batteries never 
<laughs> it's almost like this energizer saying batteries never die they no longer power but they still got the toxic gases on the inside i don't know perhaps this is not probably tech impact it's only me ranting and raving or something that i feel i can't afford but i'm just asking the question the elephant in the room with regards to electronic vehicles is it worth a while or is it something that's not at all worth a while? What is happening in the world of technology and how might the changes that are happening there impact your life and the lives of those around you? That is what we try to answer during this tech impact segment. Um, and one of the things that have interested me is the fact that the iPad OS or iPads in general are now receiving the full version of Final Cut Pro. If you do not know what Final Cut Pro is, it is much like Adobe Premiere Pro, which is a video editing software that is used to edit movies, series. Uh, YouTubers use it a lot to edit their videos. Um, and it is a ver- Final Cut Pro would be a competitor, uh, for example. So it does exactly the same thing. And what's beautiful about Final Cut Pro is the fact that it's sort of optimized to assist um, people who are not that well versed in video editing. Um, so it's optimized to help you, the layperson, learn h- quickly on how to edit your videos. You can edit family videos, you can edit professional videos. And the big thing about it is that this is coming on an iPad OS. This is a software that is that can potentially be used to edit movies, full feature length films. This is a very, very big thing. This means we're moving very closely to a point where filmmakers are going to start editing their videos on an iPad. Of course, this might not be something that happens uh, primarily because iPads are so small. But you also have to keep in mind that they're running the M2 chip, the M2 silicon chip that you can find on on a MacBook Air. That's a very, very big deal. That's a very big deal. Um, so uh, the the reason that I think this is going to, well, you know what, I should say this. It's frustrating as to how this has not yet changed our lives. Um, and I say that because I'm disappointed at how Android tablets are still lagging behind. Though in the same breath, I also do think that both iPads and Android tablets are extremely overpriced. Um, extremely overpriced. And, and this is a very weird thing to say because... I say this because an iPad or an Android tablet, these are secondary devices, right? It's not a device that you carry around with you. It's not a device that you go to work with um, usually. These are very secondary devices. As it stands, most of us have own a, a, a smartphone and then we have a laptop. And then if you get a tablet, it's like a secondary device that you might or might not use at home to consume content. And maybe you might use it to check emails. So this is for me personally. I honest, and I'm, I'm an editor. I love editing vi- um, videos and editing pictures. I personally feel this way. Another thing that I want to bring to your attention is how Reddit seems to be self-sabotaging. Reddit is a, 
I'd call it a forum platform, but it also can be considered a social media platform. Uh, but more, mostly it's a forum platform. So it's along the lines of, uh, Discord. It's much like Discord and, um, uh, which other platform exists that's similar to Reddit? Um, so Reddit is actually a, pla- a place where you can... Uh, it has communities. It's made up of communities. It is built in such a way as to encourage community. You can discuss things. You can solve problems. You can uh, send each other pictures of your favorite um, um, you know, events or sites or m- mountains to climb. It is very, very big on community. In fact, a lot of people people consider Reddit to be a search engine that is even better and more uh, easier to search on than Google search. That's very debatable. I'm not going to throw that out there and just leave it like that. I'm going to say that it's very, 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 very debatable, right? Another thing I'm very curious about is handheld gaming consoles. I'm very curious as to how big they're going to get, Uh, whether we'll come to see, whether there'll be a time when we see handheld gaming consoles becoming more ubiquitous, where you can get on a flight and actually start to see. And you know what? Not only that, but... Also, just seeing them become more affordable. Yes, I know for them to become ubiquitous, they have to become affordable. But I think them becoming affordable is such an important thing. And at the moment, I don't like how handheld gaming consoles like the Nintendo Wii or the ROG Ally or the uh, um, uh, uh, what is it, Steam Deck. I don't like how it feels like in order to own one of those devices, it, you have to spend almost just as much as buying a PlayStation um, at home. And I get that it's portable. I get that it can play. Uh, they're very powerful devices, but I mean, come on, <laughs> right? <laughs> Anyways, what are your thoughts?